Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <clears throat> you will excuse the voice of one of your hosts here on the latest edition of Six Rings and Football Things, but I have come down with a case of bad football fever. And unfortunately, it is running rampant throughout the NFL, but most especially the hotbed, the hot zone of it all, happens to be right here in Patriots Nation in New England, the five and a half states that count most because, of course, everyone knows the heck with Southern Connecticut. Am I right? Am I right? I know I'm right. We've also got a case, we've also got a case of bad offense fever running through the NFL as well, as was exhibited wildly throughout week six in the NFL, even on Monday night football. But the Patriots may indeed be the carrier, if you will, because woe be the team that is now, after getting 17 points in a week six defeat out in their new house of horrors, Allegiant Stadium, otherwise known as the nightclub with a football stadium or football field attached to it. By scoring 17 points, Andy, the New England Patriots have raised their points per game average on the season to 12. Yes, it's the latest six rings in football thing. 12? Well, I know of all numbers, too. You mean that number of that guy that used to do those things? Yeah. Hey, listen, they're on pace for 204 points this season, which is four points more than the yards per game average the Cleveland Browns are giving up a game this year. That means also absolutely like three nothing. games for the Dolphins. <laughs> Jeez. Latest six rings of football things. Uh, we'll try to be the greatest, but it's definitely the latest. Fitzy Hart, producer Justin Turpin here behind the controls. A little two-legger here. We'll do our usual aftermath as we grade the offense, the defense, the special teams, the coach, and the quarterback following their second defeat in Las Vegas against a, uh, within one calendar year's time. Uh, and then in the second half, we're going to play a little game called cut, keep, or cash in because now an alternate to... name that you wouldn't let me use. No, I, yes, because of course we, uh, want to try to keep this sponsor friendly and we thank our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel make every moment more, uh, not exactly the greatest job last week by your hosts on our FanDuel Sportsbook bets of the week as well. Then again, shame on me for actually thinking the Patriots could do something like, oh, I don't know, score 20 points. On purpose. So on cut keeper cash in, we're going to run through some of the guys on the roster. We think at this point, the New England Patriots would be best served cutting just flat out saying you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here keeping because they could potentially be a building block in the rebuild and whomever orchestrates that rebuild. That's kind of up in the air at this point. I don't know. Shruggy face and then cash in. Who could we likely see on the trade market? bringing home a little value in terms of a future draft pick for a team desperately in need of yet another rebuild. Will it be R-E-B-U-I-L-D or will it be R-E-B-I-L-L-D? We shall soon see. All right, Hart, let's get some grades out. It's not a unilateral F across the board this week because we did see some, as you like to call it, EEA, effort, energy, and attitude out there this week. Uh, But there were also some players who, who tried to play and uh, sucked. So uh, let's get going. Let's just start offense overall. 
What grade did you give the Patriots offense Sunday in Vegas? A D. Uh, not an F performance, but a D. Um, mm-hmm. Still not nearly good enough. Certainly could have been saved by the uh, late potential heroics of a comeback win. Um, but, you know, Devontae Parker made sure there was no chance of that happening. I just, the offensive line wasn't good from the very first snap. I can't excuse the penalties. Mm-hmm. Mac throws another interception. Mac tried to throw a pick six interception at one point. The, you know, basically everybody not named Kendrick Bourne is blanks on a bull, if you know of the elder saying that I'll keep clean and won't use. But um, there was some inconsistencies in the run game. The scoring drive was nice in the third quarter. Great to see them break that 40 drive streak and get in the end zone. Great to see Zeke plow it mm-hmm. in. And we know that was his MO coming mm-hmm. in. That was the hope that he was going to be a short yardage goal line back and plow it in. Did that out of the wildcat. Mm-hmm. Not sure we were necessarily planning to do that. Um, but just not good enough. Not even average. I would, uh, I mean, a below average offensive day. You only got yeah. 17 points. Um, and then when you look at some of the details, the ineptitude of the receivers, the ineptitude of the offensive line, D. Yeah, I gave him a D plus, actually. Ooh, positive. Because you because know, there were because there were things that almost happened, but because they didn't execute. <laughs> I mean, we're at that point now. And you, you know, know who did that? You I know, just, I, I can't make fun of you. You know who else did that? Bill Bell. Oh. We all we we had a seven big play called back, like, holy crap, that's the freaking bad news bears. We did hit three foul balls or whatever the hell. Like, that's what we're resorting to now is talking. Yeah. Well, we almost hit a home run. Yeah, but it was foul. That's the thing. Like, See, so it, it doesn't it count. Go fair. So like yeah, long strike, just a long strike. Get him on the net. Like, what are we doing here? Uh, what are we? We're excusing like we we are basically realigning our expectations to that of a mediocre to bad football team. Like, like oh my god, hey, like Sunday when I was at the stadium for the season ticket member away game viewing party, when the Patriots finally got on the board, it was like the biggest Bronx cheer from two thousand people, and I just thought, oh my god. We're now at this point where it's like, yay, we ended an eight-quarter scoreless streak. FML. Seriously. And then, you know, and then there was actual joy in the room when Zeke scored the touchdown on the screen. But, of course, it had to come back because Hunter Henry and that hold right there. Yeah, you could have had a C or a C-plus even if that touchdown had counted. And who knows what kind of effect that would have on the game. But this team, as we say in every damn podcast, is not good enough to overcome their mistakes. So if it's a hold here, if it's a botch snap there, if it's a drop over here, if it's a Vidarian low over there, and yes, I will call him out by name, might be a nice person. I wish him and his family all the best on their multiple journeys around the sun. But holy smokes, that guy stinks at playing tackle in the NFL. Exactly. You know what? That's going to be a new segment on the show. We wish you well in the XFL. We wish you well in the XFL because it's just not good enough for the NFL. It's left us. I mean, we're in NFL watching this team right now. Try to perform. It is brutal watching this team try to score the ball, matriculating their way down the field. And then, you know, as we like to call it, death by a thousand paper cuts, the hen peck, whatever. And then when they try to make a big play, a big strike, you've got a receiver who drops an easy 50 yarder and then doesn't even take ownership of his mistake, which I find to be far more vexing than the drop itself. All right, let's flip it to the other side. Defense. What grade? C. 
probably my most positive grade in a while. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you force a turnover. My guy, Jabril Peppers, continues to uh, kill anything that dares move in front of him, knocks the ball free. Jelani Tavai picks it off. So you got that monkey off your back, although you still have the fewest takeaways in the NFL with just three through six games. You're nothing like past Patriots squads. But Ben But Don't Break was in full display. Third down defense, not great. They stayed on the field. They marched up and down the field. They got in the red zone six times. Good news is they only scored a touchdown in one of those six trips. So I give them credit for that. I give them credit for, you know, they're still piecing it together. Matthew Judon's on IR, so Keon White's going to step up. That's what Gerard Mayo said. Oh, Keon White leaves with a head injury like eight snaps into the game. Uh, Anthony Jennings has stepped up and played well in recent weeks, seeing his playing time go up Mm -hmm. to a career high this week in Vegas. Uh, In the secondary, you know, I don't want to um, gloss over the fact that, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo moved easily on you and at times, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Brian Hoyer kind of picked you apart at times. But you are out there with Sean Wade and and some of these guys. So they're putting up the fight. I actually thought Jonathan Jones struggled a little bit. Um, Yeah. Banged up again and -hmm. and just chasing. And that guy, Turner, the quick guy. uh, Jonathan Jones really fast. And the the little receiver was even faster for the Raiders. Um, But on on the totality, Mm -hmm. um, Tavai, I thought, other than that really stupid, uh, unnecessary roughness, was a mm-hmm. gamer making plays. Yeah. I Gabriel like just Peppers. to see the effort. Yes. I yeah. just like to see guys out there average. that care. Yeah. They, yeah. They were an average defense as well. Undermanned. Yes. More injury riddled than we thought they would have possibly been just a third of the way through the season. Yes. They did their best, but their best just once again was not good enough. But again, when you look at this team and you look at where they are and you look at why you're not about to say, I don't imagine anyone would dare accuse the defense of being the reason why the New England Patriots are one at five at this point in the season. I gave you could flip the script. If this were two way football and you know, your defensive guys were playing offense and you were just getting this same type of performance effort, but they're not that good, but they compete. They try to overcome. They, they make some plays like this would be a much better football team. If you could get even the new, Post Gonzalez, post Judon level of play from the offense, mm-hmm. but you don't even come close to that. So mm-hmm. the the C defense, though, I, give them credit. Gerard Mayo, mm-hmm. Steve Belichick, the players. I, I think they still try to fight the good fight. They do, and sadly, it's just not enough. I mean, if we've gotten to a point where the New England Patriots, who are without their best cornerback and their best defensive lineman, basically their two best players on the team have to try to pitch a shutout every week, whether on the road or at home, and what a challenge they'll have this week against a Bills team that got embarrassed in victory on on a national stage on Sunday Night Football. And you know the Bills are going to want to come here backed by their fans and deliver the ultimate and final death blow to the season. Whew, man. And it ain't going to be pretty hard. It hasn't been pretty up to this point. It sure isn't going to get any prettier anytime soon. I gave him a C-plus just because I want, uh, you know, Coach was feeling a little generous. Freeze pops for everybody. Ooh, Special nice. teams. I know. Hey, well, I mean, that's what we try to do. That's the dad lasso approach at this point. I'm trying to encourage somebody to deliver a decent performance out here. Damn it. It's a long season. We still have months of this. Months of this to come. All right. Special teams. Um, I was trying to, like, pick my brain, and this seemed like a very average performance. Like, uh, there was nothing that really stood out. There so was yet one thing. I did. T- I did too. Now there was one thing that stood out to me, and that was the penalty 
that gave the Raiders the ball back on the first drive. Jimmy moves the ball down the field easily. Defense puts up a stand. Then there's the penalty. gives the ball back to the Raiders. Then the Raiders can't do much with it. Ultimately, it ends up in a field goal. But that mistake could have cost them the difference between three and seven. And there is no margin for error as far as that goes. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, I went C because an average grade. You didn't really have the shanks, the misses, the snaps, the those other issues we've dealt with. Barringer was fine. Yeah. Yeah. So very blah C. All right. Let's move on to the two ultimate specifics themselves. Uh, Let's go to your quarterback, Michael McCorkle, Mac Jones. So I went C minus. Um, oh, cheat Mac. sheet city. Same here. I um under pressure. He's just battling. He's not helping. It's sort of the same old story. Like the that penalty late in the game in the red zone is on him. The illegal formation mm-hmm. where he didn't wait for the shifts and things like that. Um, certainly threw the pick. Tried to throw another pick. Made some decent throws. I just, he's, we know the whole story, blah, blah, blah. He's not working with a lot right now at receiver. And even the receiver group is changing week to week, sort of like the line changes week to week. Although mm-hmm. the end result is the same. Now he found his guy in Bourne, 10 of 11 targets turned into receptions, not for a ton of yardage and not for a big points or anything. Um, but again, the game on the line, I thought he made a really good throw. And yep. There's nothing he can do about my husband cannot throw the ball and catch it too. So that's what Malik Cunningham could very well, or at least we thought he may have been doing in this game, but we saw nary to very little of him as well. Did not even factor into the equation such that we would have had to have called it quarterbacks as opposed to Mac Jones. I mean that his, his, his involvement in the game was nominal, if you will, at best, you know, Mac at one point takes a sack. He had, I think Andrew Callahan, Timed it out. He had like 3.9 seconds earlier on a sack in the first half. At the end of the game, third and 15, when Max Crosby does to Vidarian Lowe and Mike Gesicki what Max Crosby would do to two people that don't have any business out there trying to block him. Max still has enough time to get rid of the ball. Like take Ramondre underneath, get your six yards, and live to see fourth and nine. Don't be looking for another shot because on your shot play, your damn 50-50 receiver who says it's 80-20 on the outside blew it. So, yeah, Mac definitely redeemed himself with that pass. It was a beautiful pass, but still, once again, just like every other position and every other player, not good enough. And finally, coaching, and in specifics, the offensive coordinator and ultimately the head coach, William Belichick. D minus. I thought they were bad once again. Uh, I don't understand the roster management of the quarterback position. I have no idea why. Malik Cunningham was the backup, and therefore mm-hmm. you could not actually pull Mac, who's supposedly on a short leash, but was on the field for all but three snaps. Um, that play he made sprinting to the sideline and then the, the bad throw to Hunter Henry for the interception, horrific. Um, but you couldn't pull him. Malik Cunningham is not ready to run an offense for 30 minutes of football or however many drives. He's been taking QB snaps for like a week. Um, I almost wonder if they didn't know the rule, if they screwed up a rule again. They've done that in the past with IR. Um, don't tell me you couldn't find a roster spot to have Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham active. You could. Um, mm-hmm. Marty Mapu didn't play a single snap on defense. He played some on special why, teams. But Why did that happen? What, what the hell? How was that part of the game plan? That somebody know. who you take in the third round, who has slot corner, free safety, strong safety, uh, tank linebacker versatility 
is not even out there. You can't use his speed and power. Is he just behind the curve? Did he say something during the week? Okay, but if he is, then take that roster spot so you can manage your quarterback position better and have opportunities if you do want to go to Zappy and pull Max. So the short leash report was stupid. He was on the longest leash ever because he had the least capable backup that he's had in a long time. So that made no sense. That was another crapsheet reporting. I don't know if he got porked by the Patriots or he misinterpreted oh. mis, uh, something, whatever. Everyone's getting porked by the Patriots. Cunningham, uh, according to reports, Andy, took zero pregame snaps. Like yeah. he he only worked he's out of receivers. So. He's not a quarterback. Bill O'Brien told us Tuesday he's been taking only wide receiver snaps except when he played Taysom Hill for the scout team. And when you're on the scout team, you just look at a card and do what the card in front of you says like you're a freaking flag football team in the third grade. Um, the other issue, I praise the defense, but the, the continued opposite of a script, you know how they say like an offensive coordinator will script it in that first drive. Ooh, it's nice. The Patriots defense gets out scripted every single effing game right down the field by the opposition. Some of that mm -hmm. is in preparation or game planning. You know, the whole, the battle is won before it's even waged or whatever. Well, mm -hmm. go reread your Sun Tzu war thing because you're losing the battle before the whistle kicks off the game. Um, and that's a problem for the defense, you know, starting a hole, the momentum. This team can't play uphill like that. So mm -hmm. um, I just the coaching is not good right now. That's on Bill Belichick. And, mm -hmm. you know, and even Bill O'Brien, um, the the one play where Malik Cunningham shows up on the snap sheet was that busted shotgun wildcat, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. ends up with a five yard sack. Um, and they're both left saying like F. Well, yeah, F. You're effing everything up, so stop effing. The F is on you, you effers. <laughs> and, of course, Tyquan Thornton comes back after five games on injured reserve. Uh, let's see. According to the stat sheet, Taquan had, uh, oh, let's see. He had two targets, one reception for six yards. How about that? What an impact. What an impact, Andy. Can you believe it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd give the coaching. I think I gave it a uh, just a little bit higher than you. You gave it the D minus. I gave it the D. That's what I said. Excuse me. Uh, straight. Yes, about a big old D. Sixty-five, right there. Just D T F, right what? there. And yep, uh, down to Foxborough. Yep, that's where the Buffalo Bills will be going this week. Down to Foxborough. I don't know if anyone else disagrees with our grades. If you saw it otherwise. Let us know. You can always holler at us at Fitzy GFY at Jumbo Heart at Six Rings Pod. But yeah, just another poor, another poor oh. Sunday where no one particular player, no one particular unit, no one side of the ball acquitted itself so much better than the other that they were actually able to get the win. They were in the game all the way down to just about a minute left. But, you know, they have to hew to one of two scripts this year, it seems. Go in the hole, valiant effort, or at least some sort of feigned effort at a comeback only to fall short and not be able to deliver in the clutch in the waning moments or just get your doors blown off. Uh, there have been three failed comeback games, two doors blown off games, one anomalous victory that almost became a loss. Uh, so I'm very curious to see which way we go this coming Sunday when Buffalo comes to town. But we'll preview that game in a couple of days here on Six Rings and Football Things brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook.